you beautiful people to soul binge podcast this podcast is designed to talk about the things that the soul ultimately needs in order to make it to survive to thrive to keep moving forward to keep pushing towards growth and development very thankful that you are here with us listening in um comment either on a social media post if you see one or maybe send in a review to spotify or apple let us know how we're doing If this program has helped you in any way at all, or if maybe you've just enjoyed listening in on the open conversation, would very much appreciate if you reach out to us in any of those platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Apple, Spotify, Anchor, a couple different places available too, uh, to listen to the show. But today we are going to talk about a very important topic, something that I'm extremely excited to talk about because it gives an opportunity and a space open to uh, get into some real issues, but to approach it in a way that's, I guess, down to earth and reasonable too. So it's a real thing, it's a reality, but we also want to be realistic on how we approach it. And that, of course, as you can tell by the title, is the issue of mental health. Now, as maybe both a technical, uh, legal, and also just informative Disclosure: I will tell you that I am not any sort of professional. I don't have any degrees on a scholarly aspect on this topic. All I know is my own story and the stories of others around me and also what I observe uh, throughout life. And I can just sort of say that though I can't talk about it in forms that uh, <laughs> would maybe be professional, I, I, I do think that there's value in hearing anyone and everyone's perspective on something like this because we all have room and and places where we can grow and get better with each other and for each other. I know that the current state that this whole world is in right now, that is the number one thing that we all need is an ability to be able to be open and be real. Uh, My wife and I, as you know, we um, we are student pastors at our church and we like to tell the youth group there to have hot conversations, hot, which is H-O-T, honest, open, and transparent. So we're going to get a little hot today as far as uh, some of the details on this issue and also to kind of expose a little bit of my own um, maybe proclivities that I have dealt with and dealt through, some natural blocks that I have tried to get past and get over. Um, I'm not quite there yet in every aspect, but none of us are. That's the whole reason for the journey. That's the reason that we keep trying every single day anyway um wanted to say before we kick it off and get started again not only am i not a professional in this area but also because i am speaking from my own perspective and point of view you might have a completely different take on the issue of mental health and mental health awareness hopefully you don't disagree with everything i say but if you have just a different take and a different way of seeing things and looking at them again either by way of social media or through a review on one of these podcast platforms please reach out I would love to be able to talk with people individually, one-on-one even, uh, to hear what you think about these certain certain things that we all go through and we all deal with. And to kick the episode off, I wanted to kind of start off with the first point, and that is to 
hopefully, by way of uh, removing the stigma of this issue, I wanted to tell everyone listening in right now, as far as mental health is concerned, everyone has mental health. And I think that that's a little obvious, but it's not said often enough. Everyone has mental health. Everybody has mental health. Everyone has their current state of well-being internally on a mental platform and also emotional, uh, physical, your, you know, your physical body, the health thereof. Like everyone has mental health. I think when people say, hey, uh, they've got mental health problems or whatever, it's always followed by the word problems or issues. When someone normally talks about mental health or mental health awareness, the preconceived idea is that someone is in a state of lacking or they're missing something or they're weaker in a certain area when it comes to mental health. When someone says something about mental awareness, a lot of times the uh, precursor to that is, okay, well, there's something wrong with that person. There's something that needs to be fixed or adjusted or worked on. Therefore, let's talk about mental health awareness or, or what have you. And I think that we need to remove the stigma of what that would sound like uh, in this day and age to where we can openly talk about mental health as being a real thing, something worth talking about in, a, in an open style conversation. That way we can be used to talking already, maybe on the days when we're not doing so good. But then as well, whenever things are happening uh, on a daily basis, if we're willing to talk about how we function internally, um, it can, like I said, be easier whenever things are tough, but it's also going to be preventative in order to make it to where maybe the days aren't so tough down the road. If we already have accountability with someone else to talk to about our mental health and the state thereof, even on a good day, it'll be much easier to talk to someone when it's a bad day. It's like, okay, but whenever I'm having a good day, what is there to talk about? Just that. The fact that you're having a good day. The fact that things are going well. Things are not, you know, up in flames at the current second. Be thankful for those moments. It's a modern Christian type of idea, but I think it's very important for anyone, regardless of your uh, religious beliefs, that it is possible and helpful to be positive, uh, to be to be uplifting, to be looking at the glass half full, if you will, in any case, and to, and to point out the things that are going well, maybe if anything, not to distract from what's going poorly, but so that we can remain positive that those things that are going poorly can maybe change one day. I think we all have mental health and a current state thereof, Problem is, is we only talk about it when things aren't going well, when things are not happening like we, uh, like like we like we are like when things aren't happening uh, in the way that we would assume that they should. The problem with that is not just the fact that you know obviously we'd be better off if we were able to have open conversation all the time, regardless. But the problem is that because there's so much negative being talked about when it comes to mental health and mental awareness and all of that, we basically get to a point now where we feel dumb if what we have to say is not overly intense or dramatic. Or at least I do. Like if I'm having a great day, but someone else is having a horrible day, I want to talk about that person having a horrible day because I want to help. And then I feel like it's no longer important for me to talk about whether or not my day is going well or not. And that's maybe not always the best thing. I'm not saying always internalize it to where you make everything about yourself, but having a sense of self-awareness all the time has never been a bad thing at all. So the first thing to know going into this episode is, number one, that 
we all have mental health. And just understanding that is the first step, if anything, to having mental health awareness as an active part of your life. But also, the current state or condition, whether it's healthy or not, is is not going to be indicative of if you need mental maintenance or not in your life. If you've got a car that's, you know, it's a 2019, 2020, 2021 uh, Toyota that's supposed to last forever, doing the maintenance on that thing is just as important if you're driving around in a 92 Corolla or a 94 Ford Taurus where everything's falling apart and leaking and destroyed and exploding down the road. Like, doing the maintenance on that thing is just as important as the other one. And having the approach that I'm going to treat it like maintenance, like preventative maintenance, it's going to be super helpful. And it's something that I want to try and become better at. Um, That's the first thing, is that we all have mental health. It's just the current state or condition, really, that matters the most. The second thing is, is what I just said, is what I just mentioned right now kind of regardless of what the state or condition is, we've got to be able to perform uh, regular maintenance on our mental health. This could look as um, internal as just sort of constantly being aware, like you said, you know, or like we said earlier, it can be something more broad in, in that sense where we're just kind of always aware. It can be something as specific as cleaning up who your friend's list looks like on uh, what your friends list looks like on social media Facebook or whatever um, what you're listening to what you're taking in we've talked about that before on the podcast I think it's a great time to reiterate that that you've got to watch what you're putting in if you're concerned about what's coming out that's obvious but it's still very important that's a good practice of maintenance practicing what goes in in order to get a better positive return on that investment it could look, like I said, on a more broad sense, it could look mental maintenance and mental awareness and all that stuff could look like, um, you know, going to someone when you've had beef with them before and just making uh, making things right again. You know, even if you're not the one that's at fault, doing things like that to set your to set yourself up for a more um, free life after the fact, not being tied down and held down to those types of things. Mental maintenance could also be something very specific like working on your finances. The issue of mental health, that's what it all traces back to. Um, every single thing you do in your life, every single, this is it's why it's so important. Every single thing you do in your life will either affect your mental health in a positive or a negative sense. There's nothing that's neutral. Nothing at all that is neutral about mental health. It'll either affect it positively or negatively. What we've got to do is we've got to become better at making it normal to talk about, making making it possible to talk about even if it's not that I'm dealing with the worst part of my life right now. And we've also got to be aware of other people's uh, position, perspective, and their current condition too. Like, I might be going through something totally different than what you're going through, but we're both going through something, and we can go through it together, being there for each other, being in a community aspect of things. I've talked before about how you've got to have three lines of communication open all the time, and that is one with God, one is with other people, and the other one's with yourself. You've got to have all three. When you've got accountability with other people, you can grow within your own perspective and challenge your beliefs and challenge the way you see life and your worldview. You could even, because of the fact that the mind is so powerful, you can actually create situations for yourself I know it sounds mysterical and impossible or whatever, but you can actually create situations for yourself that maybe wouldn't have happened 
if you weren't so consumed with one particular idea or thought. And let me explain what I mean. You could walk around saying all day long, um, everybody hates me, everybody hates me, they're all talking about me. Nobody likes me, they're all talking about me. They're all talking about me, blah, 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 blah. And no one was talking about you, but because all you're doing all day long is walking around in circles, saying things under your breath, like they're talking about me, they're talking about me, then all of a sudden someone's going to ask you a question and they're going to say, or they're going to ask their friends a question and go, what's wrong with Susie? And it's like, well, now guess what? You claimed they were talking about you and now they're talking about you. And it's not because of any other reason outside of the fact that you created space for that. Because the mind is very, very powerful. We can create certain outcomes and aspects of things. The placebo effect is a real test that they did on people to give them a sugar cube to say this is going to cure you of whatever sickness and then people got better because they believed they were going to get better. Now I'm not saying that that means you can predict the future or that you can just all of a sudden tell yourself that because your bank account has a million dollars in it that you go check it and it's where it's going to be. I'm not saying that that's how it works necessarily, but anything is possible. Maybe not the million dollars thing, and if it is, let me know if it worked. But uh, <laughs> the the mental maintenance side of it though is so important, just because we're always, 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 always either right there at a point of breaking through or breaking down. And that was kind of the third thing I wanted to tell you that we're always at a point of either breaking through or breaking down when it comes to our mental health. The mind itself, and I probably should have started the episode like this, but the mind itself is the closest. Uh, relatable part of the being that would constitute what we know today as the soul. And obviously this um, podcast being about the soul is the reason why this episode would be so important and so vital to, to break down and talk about a little bit. Um, the soul, the, the quality and the condition of the soul is so, is so vital. There's a place in Scripture in First John where John's writing this letter and he says, um, I hope that you are doing well and prospering as your soul prospers. And essentially what he's saying there is you are only doing as well as your soul. You're only as good as the condition or quality of your soul. Who you are on the inside. The internal man that you are. Uh, man or woman. Your brain is the bodily organ that would communicate to your nerves in the nervous system and muscle muscular system in your arms to put your arms out in order to catch a falling baby. But your mind is the thing that told you that that's what you ought to do when a baby falls. That's the difference between the brain and the mind. And the mind relates perfectly to the soul in the fact that since this is who we are personally on the inside, it's how we see the world, it's how we see ourselves. Like, good Lord, how important can it be? There's no limit to how important the mind and the soul would be in the fact that mental... Uh, health is is so is so important. I feel like I'm kind of repeating myself a little bit, but the reason for it is I can't over overly state. Um, I guess just how serious this whole process would be to break it down and really say, look, where am I at? Where am I at right now? And what metric do I base that off of? You know, do I say that I'm doing horrible because I'm comparing myself to someone else? Do I say I'm doing amazing because I'm comparing myself to my past even? Like, what's the right way to do it? And I think that there can be a healthy balance of kind of all those things piled in together. But I think that there's a key aspect to all of this that I wanted to talk about actually a little later in the episode. I guess we'll talk about it now. 
as far as a key metric to determine how your soul really is doing, how your mind really is doing. And it's it's two parts, and it's actually found out of Scripture, and this will be kind of our verse for the day on this episode. But the, um, the verse is found in Romans chapter 12, popular verse in Christianity, and it simply says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Yes, the Bible does talk about mental health, mental awareness. It's in there, I promise you. Um, don't be conformed, but instead be transformed. That's so, so important. I don't want to just be like a carbon copy of everything around me, but I want to be transformed internally first. Now, when I was growing up, I'm not going to lie, I heard that verse taught in the context of don't do this bad thing, don't do that bad thing. And that's what transformation of your mind looks like. And that's not really... That's not really it. I'm sorry, but it's not. It has nothing really to do with your actions. You don't become transformed by the way you do or don't do certain actions. The actions that you either do or don't do become a direct reflection of the internal growth and development you take place in your own mind and in your own soul. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Start by changing the way you think. Look at the world a little differently, and then your actions can follow suit. It can be affected in your in your decision-making after that. It's so important. So the first is you don't want to be conformed to the rest of the world. I don't want to be just like everything around me that I see. Especially when, if I were to ask the question, do you primarily see negative or do you primarily see positive? Whether it's in media or, or your own world, around you, in your home, whatever. The unfortunate truth is that statistics would say majority would say negative. Mostly it's a negative uh, mostly it's negative stuff that we're always looking at and seeing and dealing with. They shouldn't even call the news the news anymore. They should call it the bad news, in my opinion, but that's not the point. Um, around us, it's always chaos and just horrible, horrible stuff happening left and right all day long. I've got to actually turn off my uh, notifications on my phone. I've got notifications for a local news site here in San Antonio. That'll kind of go off anytime breaking news takes place or a latest on whatever comes up. And I'm telling you, it's very, very rarely uh, a positive thing. It's mostly negative. And so when I look at the fact that the world around me is pretty inherently negative all the time, when the Bible says don't be conformed to this world, what that says to me is that, you know, on at, at worst it means don't become like the most worldly evil person in the world. <laughs> but on the flip side of that too, I, I don't want to just become negative because it's so easy to. I'm a product of my environment. I put out what I take in. If all I'm taking in is negative, I'm going to put out negative. And I don't want to be conformed in that way. I don't want to be taken away from who I am. Conformed. Fitting the mold of something else. But I want to be transformed. I want to be made new. I want to come out on top and come out better. I want to have a sense of self-awareness internally that can carry me through all the stuff that I see around me. Even if it is super, super negative and down all the time. Um, and then again, the second part of that being transformed, what that can look like in a real way is for you different than it might be for me, but we all know when it's happening. I can definitely say that there's been transformation that's taken place from one part of my life to the next. If I can, if I can be honest with you and say that maybe I used to deal with one issue before that I don't deal with anymore now. Something transformed in my life. It formed into something better didn't conform but it transformed it became better 
mental health is is a serious thing because a lot of people don't want to talk about it when it's good because why just why am I going to act like everything's perfect all the time? This is a side note, but people oftentimes don't know how to be positive or look at things as though they're good. Most of the time when you ask someone how they're doing, if they're not dealing with some tragedy, they're going to answer by saying, I'm tired. (laughs) Things might be going really well right now, but they're still tired because it's going so well. My life's so busy with good things that I'm tired because of it. (laughs) Um, That's how a lot of people would respond. But I just, I feel like in any case, with where my life used to be versus where it is now, if I'm not willing to talk about the fact that I've got it better now than I did before, then I'm missing the deeper principle that was taught to me by going through what I went through in the first place. I didn't just go through what I went through so I can continue to cry about it and worry about it as if it's still happening. I went through it so that I can be thankful I made it out. There's a deeper principle and deeper lesson involved there. You know, I I look at life as being, you know, obviously perspective-based from one person's different to the next. And I wanted to share with you a quick encounter that I had with someone recently. A co-worker had brought, uh, he had brought his son to our work um, recently. And it's a little six-year-old boy, Hispanic boy. And he found out that I was a student pastor as well. And we were talking and he says to me, this is how our conversation went. He says, um, he says, can you tell me something? I said, sure, what do you want to know? He says, can you tell me something about God? Remember, six years old. This is the mind of a six-year-old. He says, um, can you tell me something about God? And I said, well, sure. Is there anything specific you want to know? He goes, tell me your favorite thing. I <laughs> uh, loved it. He says, tell me your favorite thing. And then I said, okay, I'll... I'll tell you one of my favorite things for sure. And then he says, but don't say it in Spanish because I don't know Spanish. <laughs> uh, I was like, no worries, man. I don't I don't know Spanish either. It's all good. And uh, I said that, you know, really, first thing that comes to mind is the fact that God loves you no matter what. I said, you know the difference between right and wrong, right? And he says, yeah, like I know the difference between a lie and not a lie. These are his words, between a lie and not a lie. I said, right, so if you lie or if you do something wrong, something that's not good, God still loves you even if you've done that before. Now, just because he loves you no matter what doesn't mean that we can do whatever all the time. But actually, since he loves us so much, it gives me a reason to want to do right and to do better. And that's probably one of my favorite things about God. And then his response, verbatim, was this. Yeah, I can only count to four in Spanish. He says, I can only count the four in Spanish. He went right back to the Spanish thing. And then we talked about that for a little bit and moved on to the next conversation. And that's all that it was. But in his mind, in the mind of a six-year-old, he had a question about God that he didn't even understand what his question was. He had a question about God, wanting to know more inherently, wanting to grow in that knowledge. And he almost didn't even know how to, how to word the question properly. And I'm not saying I saved that kid's life or anything, but I would hope that there was a seed planted there that could hopefully grow. And then, of course, the fact that he just went right on back to the uh, Spanish thing, counting or talking in Spanish. Not only was it kind of cute and really funny, but it made me kind of think a little bit and realize that, you know, especially in the mind of someone younger, 
your your brain is constantly moving. It's constantly, constantly, constantly going. And how simple or easy or natural even would it be to become overwhelmed by the things that can go through your mind when you're dealing with not just reality, but you're dealing with the internal things, when you're dealing with the eternal things, um, when you're dealing with just the issue of God, the issue of life after death, when you're dealing with the issues of what matters the most or the things that are, uh, in someone else's opinion, the most important thing, like kind of with where he was going, even though he wasn't articulating those things exactly how I just said them, that's the deeper underlying reason why he would ask the question that he asked. And I believe he understood what we were talking about. Hopefully it grows into something better for him. But it's just, it's the issue that perspective is really everything. And if perspective is everything, then we've got to make sure that we are taking good care of our mental health. We're having mental maintenance uh, take place regularly. Again, for you it might look like something different than it looks like for me. You know, maybe my car's due for an oil change and your car's due for a brake job. It's still work. It's still work that needs to be done. And you pay a price for it oftentimes. Because when you're working on your car, you can't use it to go drive to the store. That sounds so dumb and obvious to say that, but it's still the truth. You can't use your car for anything else if it's getting worked on. A lot of times we understand the importance and the value of mental maintenance and taking care of ourselves internally in that way, having self-awareness. But we don't pause long enough from the everyday life that we live, maybe because we feel like we can't, in order to get those things accomplished. And I want to tell you, it's so much more worth it to take a break every once in a while and decompress. We've talked about that on this on this show before too. But it's so important to do those things that are necessary to set yourself up so that later you're not found with no brakes or oil in your car, if you know what I mean. Going through, or going to, I guess, uh, some more personal matters of mental health and whatnot. I, I personally don't feel as though I've struggled the most out of anyone that I've ever met or heard about. You know, I've had, my life's been pretty amazing so far. Some good things that have happened, some bad things that have happened. Um, I won't go into all the details. Maybe I will another time when there's more time and it's a better uh, moment to share the finer details. But before our second son was born, I had personally went through some things that would definitely be able to constitute for what a lot of people might call a mental breakdown of some sense. And again, I'm not going to go into all the details of what it exactly looked like for me. But one thing that I can tell you is that in the middle of dealing with all of that stuff, again, like I said, our second son was getting ready to enter the world and it was time to sort of buckle down on some things in my in my own mind to become better for his sake and for my family's sake. And I've often thought through that thought process and beat myself up because it's like, what, your first kid and your wife and everything else wasn't enough for you to finally buckle down? And I don't know why that was the case, obviously, but it was. And I'm not proud of that, but, you know, it, it kind of, it is what it is. And for everyone else, you might be a perfect human being and you can just deal with the things you got to deal with right as they come up or you might be like me and you put stuff aside and deal with it later but you know for me I had dealt with this finally had to deal with this one part of my own internal um, issue 
or issues. And um, not sure which sounds worse, issue or issues. <laughs> but but for real, like I, it was it was finally time for me to kind of work through some things, and it took me quite a bit of time, and I'm probably not even completely done yet. But the process of working on yourself is something that if we can't get ourselves to do it and we can't get ourselves to have open conversations with other people and to realize the value in taking care of yourself on a mental standpoint and having that awareness about you, if we can't do it, we're walking backwards. Standing still in this case is the same thing as walking backwards. Life is always moving forward. We can all agree with that little cliche, life always moves forward. But if that's the case and we're just staying still, then technically life is getting farther and farther away from us every second that we're not moving with it. And the same works for your mind. The same works on a on a mental health standpoint. Some days are better than others. You know, we we unfortunately cannot jump from one mountaintop to another. We'll fall and die. But the process of walking down that hill can be tough. The valley point can be tough. Walking back up on the other side of the other hill is going to be tough. But the mountaintop's worth it every single time. And I'm not just talking about mountaintop in the context of whether or not you're having a good day. I'm talking about just overall becoming better and working through things, working on things. You know, it's, for me, I, I kind of, like I said, when you've got good days and you've got bad days, I kind of make myself look at things in a certain positive way. And there's actually a quote that I heard a long time ago that I don't know who said it originally, but basically the idea was this, that that your, that your dark days can make you stronger. And then on some days, you are already strong enough, but the dark days made you prove it. And I feel like that's maybe for someone else who's going through some stuff that's real tough and real difficult right now. You know, obviously on a really deep psychological level, if you need medication and therapy and all that other stuff, you should definitely be willing to seek after the help, professional help that you need. But I'm talking about just the everyday Joe Schmo who's just running through life as normal. Don't just assume that because you're not at a point where you need medication that you also don't need to address the state and condition of your mental health. Do it now while you still can is, if anything, the message I'm sharing today. And then realize that on those tough days that you're dealing with all of that stuff, man, I mean, for real, just just know going in that you might already be strong enough, but that dark day, that tough time, it's there to help you prove it. And that's the quote that I wanted to share with you all, that your dark days make you stronger, and sometimes you were already strong enough, but the dark days made you prove it. Yes, it's a positive idea. Yes, it's positivity. That's what this is all about on this show. It's all about positivity all the time, as much as we can be anyway. But but look at it like this. When we are not staying positive and staying focused on the positive, we will automatically fall. We will automatically mess things up. I I personally I don't see that I don't see it as that every single person's mental maintenance plan <laughs> would be the exact same as everyone else's. But get a plan. Get people in your life that you can talk to. Get people in your life that are going to lift you up and encourage you and be in your corner. Get connected with your local church and reach out and see if God really is there. And if He is, I promise He'll find a way to respond back to you. Get used to having conversations with yourself. 
being real and honest about how you feel about certain things and not feeling embarrassed if you need someone else's professional help to get through some things in your life. What I experienced before our second son was born was, again, not something I want to talk about specifically, but what I dealt with back then could have been very, very, very conclusive. And that's all I'll say. But it could have been very conclusive to my situation if I looked at it the wrong way and approached it the wrong way. But by God's grace, I'm still here right now. Maybe I was strong enough back then too. Just that tough time helped me to prove it. Maybe you yourself can perform some mental maintenance on yourself and you can become better and stronger and more ready to deal with tomorrow's day uh, when it actually comes. Somebody said one time that tomorrow is a figment of our imagination. It'll never get here. By the time it's here, it's today again. And that sometimes can... It can be the way that it feels to approach your mental health, to approach the internal stuff you deal with. But man, it's so worth it, and it's so, so important. Your soul is very important. Who you are on the inside is very important. How we live on the outside is extremely important, and the way we can do that successfully and the way we can do that with intention and with goals in mind to one day be better and to help others to become better is we start first on the inside. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind first. Change the way you think first. Become more positive first. Work on yourself first. Be willing to talk about yourself. Be willing to talk about the mental awareness that you have. Talk to other people. Gain perspective. Get some get some people in your corner that want to see you win. A lot of it's real simple, um, but it's important enough for me to take a whole episode's worth of time to repeat myself over and over again and say, hey, look, it's, it's super vital that we, that we work on ourselves internally. I wish I could give you an exact you know, five-step process on how to properly take care of yourself internally, have better mental awareness and all that stuff. I wish I could do that, but again, it's different for every single person. I think the main thing is to take time to examine the things in your life that are positive, things in your life that are negative, the things that are happening to you by others, the things that are happening to you by way of your own self. Take all the stuff that's around you, all the stuff that you are consuming. Examine if it's helping or hurting. And then change what needs to be changed. And then be yourself. And then keep pushing. Appreciate you guys listening to this episode. If it's helped you at all, if it's made any sense at all. Uh, again, like I said, you can reach out to any of the social media websites. We are on all of them. Uh, all the major ones anyway. Twitter. Instagram, Facebook, leave a review if you're on Apple or Spotify. I would really appreciate that. It would help us a lot on the program here. And yeah, that's basically it. I love you. I love your soul. I love my soul. I just want to make it. That's all I want. The world around us seems like it's up in flames right now, and in some parts of the world it really, truly is. 2020 has been an incredibly hard year so far, for some worse than others. But I think that right there is enough reason to want to buckle down on the things that are happening internally and work on them as much as we can to get as good and as better as possible. Anyway, um, hope to see you guys back next week for next week's episode. If you were paying attention last week, I mentioned to y'all how there was an episode that I had kind of on the back burner pre-recorded about identity. I plan on releasing that one next week in order to... Not just get it out of the bank of pre-recorded episodes, which it's the only one, but also to um, to take advantage of the fact that next Sunday, which would be the 21st, 
not only is it Father's Day, but it is my wife's uh, and my anniversary. Married for six years. So we are planning to do something that weekend. Um, not exactly sure just yet what we're going to do, but we've got some plans in the works, or at least I do. And we're going to make something happen, hopefully. And that will be the reason why I might uh, take advantage of the pre-recorded episode and kind of release that one then um, at that time. And then we'll uh, be back to recording some some very fresh material for the for the following week thereafter. But again, if I hadn't said anything, you wouldn't have noticed the difference. If anything, that was just a plug to say, hey, happy anniversary one week in advance if you're listening to this on the day of the release to my wife, Ashlyn. But anyway, I'll talk more about anniversaries and stuff later because it's the season for it. At least it is for us. But anyway... Now I'm just rambling, which is sort of what podcasts are for, so why am I apologizing? But thank you for listening. Keep working on your soul. Keep soul binging this process. It's hard. It's tough, but it's worth it. I'll see you on the next one next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>